0: Good morning and welcome to Emmet Audio episode 117. Um, I actually never say this at the beginning of my episodes, but if you enjoy what I do, please tell a friend. Um, I don't do a lot of promoting of this podcast on other channels on Instagram or other things, Um, but uh, if you feel like it would be useful to somebody, please tell them. Um, I don't think that leaving a rating or a comment is really what's helpful. I think it's more direct word of mouth. Um, So if you know somebody in the spoon carving community or another maker, um, or really just anyone who might enjoy this, um, let them know that it exists because uh, that's the way it's going to grow. Thanks for listening. This is a wooden spoon geek out in which I'm going to talk about mouthfeel. Now, Um, mouthfeel is this idea of how does a wooden spoon, wooden eating spoon, feel in your mouth? And I'm going to say something radical, which is when you're carving a wooden spoon, the only way that you know how it's going to feel in your mouth is by putting it in your mouth. And this sounds radical because I've had so many people say, Ew, you put a spoon you're carving in your mouth and you sell it to somebody? Well, yes. In part because I'm almost always going to carve off the part that was actually in my mouth. And in part because that's the only way you can really know what it's going to be like. I've had spoons where I thought, oh, this is like the best. Like, look at this finish. It's clean. It's perfect. And I put it in my mouth and I realized that there's too much pronounced lip on the sides. Or there's a bump in the middle. Or there's, I didn't quite get the feel on the bottom the way I should. And I've come to realize, you know, for a cooking spoon, it's totally fine to just use your fingers. It doesn't matter. With an eating spoon, the amount of feedback you get from actually putting it in your mouth is the critical component. And if you are carving spoons and you're not testing them as you're carving them, then you're just not going to get them as good as you otherwise would. I don't know what else to say. Um, so the way I do it, breaking it down, is when I am carving the bowl, I have usually left the back of the bowl relatively thick. And that means that i it's insurance policy against the bowl going too deep. So I used to carve the back of the bowl to what I thought was completely finished and then carve the inside of the bowl to make it feel right. And then I was done. And then I realized that I would get a better finish if I carved the inside first and got it exactly the way it should feel on your upper lip. And then I carved the back of the bowl and did uh, and got the whole thing to feel exactly the way it should and by doing the back of the bowl second i leave myself a little extra material so that should i have to go a little deeper than i thought i was going to have to to make the inside of the bowl get it really nice and clean et cetera, et cetera, i have the material underneath it to be able to do it without making it too thin that was a problem that i was running up against Now, the quality of the mouthfeel that you get is directly related to how sharp your knives are. Both your hook knife for the inside of the bowl and your Floyd knife, your straight knife, for the outside of the bowl. If you are not stropping, I would highly encourage you to start stropping. An excellent stropping resource is Spoon Carving with Tom. I use his strops. You don't necessarily need to use his strops to get good results. He's just had the most information that I've found out there about how to strop. So the quality of the mouthfeel is related to the quality of the finish you are getting with your knives. When I have not stropped in a while and I'm carving the, the bowl of spoon and then I stop and I strop my hook knife and then I go back to carving, I can, you can immediately tell, immediately And what's happening is that all of the fibers are being severed instead of some of them on a microscopic level being torn. The quality of mouthfeel is also related to how dry the wood is in that when the wood is drier, you have a greater percentage of them being cut instead of torn on a microscopic level. So if you're carving wood that's super wet, you have to let it dry. If, like me, you're carving wood that's only somewhat wet, then it will probably dry enough so that you get a good mouthfeel before you, you know, as, uh, as you're carving, it will dry out enough that you will get a good enough mouthfeel. As always, mouthfeel also comes down to things like microchampers and geometry. So acquainting yourself with how you want the bowl to feel in your mouth. For instance, um, I have found that it is important to have microchampers on the inside and outside edges of the rim, and to have the rim, when you look at the rim from the side, to have the rim not be straight across, but to have it have a, a just a gentle swoop, super gentle, almost like the kind of swoop you would get if you flexed a ruler, right? Like we're not talking like drooping a string, we're talking like flex a plastic ruler and the amount of flex that you can flex a plastic ruler without it breaking, that's how much swoop you should put in the side of the rim to get it to slide out of your mouth. If you don't have that flex in the rim, that swoop in the rim. When you pull the spoon out of your mouth, you will feel it lift up your lip on either side right about where your um, canine teeth are. Whereas if you have that flex to the rim, for whatever reason, it just glides out of your mouth more nicely. The other thing I found that helps the spoon glide out of your mouth and feel good in your mouth is having it be thickest having the the thickness of the bowl be thickest right in the middle and then having it taper towards the rim so that as your lips slide across it, they're not experiencing something that's getting thicker and thicker. They're experiencing something that's getting thinner and thinner. And finally, there was one other point I wanted to make. Um, I can't remember what it is. Oh, well, and finally, if you burnish... The inside bowl of the spoon and and burnish or polish the outside bowl of the spoon, you will get a smoother surface that also feels good on your mouth. Um, So those are my tricks for mouthfeel. Let me know what you think. As always, comments on my Instagram handle um, are are easier to get to me and, and will have a better response rate than if you comment here. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend about the podcast. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.